Welcome to ATRA, Voices from the Field. This sustainable agriculture podcast is presented by the National Center for Appropriate Technology with support from USDA Rural Business Cooperative. In this episode, Ken Mugg of Mugg Family Farms near Tallapoosa, Georgia, talks about the factors that led him to consider organic certification. This interview is part of a video, What to Expect at an Organic Livestock Inspection, that you can find at www.atra.ncat.org. Would you have time to answer just a few more questions? Yeah, sure. So first, could you speak about the cost of organic certification? Right, the, the cost of the certification uh, is uh, uh, roughly for uh, doing the grower uh, certification and then for the livestock certification uh, uh, is roughly a thousand dollars when you've got the inspector's fee and everything else. Uh, it's usually uh, 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 in the neighborhood of four hundred dollars up front uh, and just recently we've had uh, the good fortune of uh, the farm bill uh, allocating money for cost share uh, and so uh, the cost share uh, is <clears throat> uh, here in Georgia and pretty much nationwide is 75 percent so what happens is for for $250 uh, I can be certified uh, uh, for uh, for the year and then uh, now what has happened this last year and this is really uh, really important the state of Georgia and Georgia organics uh, have uh, teamed up and what they've done is they have made it so that they call it the uh, the new 100 program and what they're trying to do is get uh, new certified organic farmers and so what they're doing is they are taking that other 25% and they're making it so that it's absolutely free. Uh, and so uh, the, so, but what, what you have to do is you have to pay the upfront money and then you're totally reimbursed. Uh, and so uh, the cost share uh, is, has really been uh, a benefit. Now, as far as the grower versus the livestock, uh, when you do the grower certification, uh, with the, comp the, the certifier that I have, uh, it's only $75 more for livestock certification. And so uh, it's, it's worth it to me. What happens with the certification, every certified acre draws a certain amount, a certain percentage of the uh, research allocation. All right, if we want research, we have to have certified acres. All right, and so what this does is, uh, with the grower certification, I've got uh, uh, I've got 100 acres now, or right at 100 acres, that goes towards uh, uh, plant research. But then, for $75 more, I've got 100 acres now listed uh, as organic as far as livestock research is concerned, and so. What happens is that it's, uh, it's, it's, if we want the answers and if we want to improve, then what happens is that if we don't have the research funds, 
uh, it isn't going to happen. And so, you know, I feel like that, that you know, it's uh, uh, cut off your nose to spite your face if, if, uh, if you are growing organic and decide not to certify, then what happens is don't ask for any answers. How uh, much work do you find the actual certification application and renewal process? So uh, once you get uh, a system, then uh, it takes me a, a, a couple of days to get uh, the information from my logbook uh, into uh, the uh, form that I will send in uh, my field histories. And then after that, uh, it's just um, it's just fill out the uh, form and it's it's not a big deal. Do you have any suggestions for other growers in your region, Georgia, or just the whole southeast region as far as the resources? I, I know that during the inspection we learned that you got an equip grant and then I heard about an NRCS grant. Um, and then there was the uh, drought relief grant. Mm -hmm. uh, I've gotten three of them and the drought relief put my whole uh, uh, irrigation slash uh, uh, watering system in uh, and the Epic Equip grant uh, uh, didn't pay for all of the fencing obviously it, it's it's way behind as far as the amount but I can tell you this having all of the materials paid for uh, by that grant uh, I was able to put in a mile of uh, uh, fencing last year and also uh, what I was having to do is I was having to switch from an all electrified system to an all cattle wire system uh, because of the droughts. Uh, the electric didn't work uh, with the droughts. That the end of the day, the bottom line uh, is that it's still the only system that we've got that uh, literally tells you that uh, that something uh, is uh, uh, is as it should be. The really comforting thing is my non-compliances. <laughs> I'm am I'm, I'm telling you when when the when the when the certifying when the inspector comes out and when they come up with we saw this, uh, can you tell me what this is? Then when, when they are that nitpicking, okay, and when you have to answer those questions, you start to realize that basically, if everybody else has to answer those questions, then what I'm eating is probably gonna be all right for me. When, when they come on the farm and ask questions like that, then you start to realize that they really are doing their homework and then you get more confidence in the stuff that you're buying because you know that everybody else is having to answer the same questions. You can find other episodes of ATRA, Voices from the Field, along with ATRA's other sustainable agriculture resources at www.atra.ncat.org. That's www.attra.ncat.org.